Hello and welcome to another episode of the Film As We Know It podcast, a show that's run by and for cinema fans. I'm your host, Zach Hamilton, and with me as always is Tim Callahan. Tim, what have you been up to since our brief hiatus? Well, you made fun of me last time for my ever uh, non-ending kind of vacation, and it continued. I don't know that I was making fun of you. Maybe jealous. But, Maybe uh, a bit of both. I don't know. <laughs> I was in Tennessee. I just got back from Tennessee today. Went to... Uh, and you're trying to the, tell me you're not on a never-ending vacation? You're in a different well, location no, than you were last time. I think time. you are completely correct in poking oh, okay. fun of me. I'm not going to say you weren't. Well, you're a teacher, though. So you got the benefit of, you know, having summer vacation to a degree. Yeah, but it's funny because you, when you called me to... Uh, set up when we're going to record this episode you got me like right as i was going to go uh tubing down oh yeah that's right with the family (laughs) Uh, can you record from the waters you hot spot yeah how much do you care about this podcast i was was, like juggling these tubes of getting the kids tethered and ready and it's like like uh kara wanted to hold my phone my daughter wanted to hold my phone and it's like Daddy, Zach's calling. I'm like, ah, oh, hold on. Like, <laughs> I had to take it out of its little pouch because it was all, you know, water protected and all that kind of stuff. But uh, it was a good time. We had fun. The only thing I didn't foresee is like my parents who uh, were getting older. My mom's turning 70 and my kids are still kind of younger. My oldest is like only seven. So uh, I had my two children tethered to my tube and then I had to have my father and my mother hold on to my tube connections as well because they were struggling. So I got a big, nice workout in on <laughs> on this river. No pressure. Just keep your parents well, alive. And my too. Kids. So I'm controlling five tubes at the same time, you know, trying to move us off rocks or away from things and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, it was still fun. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I don't, I didn't have anything too, Trying to think. So, what did we do since the hiatus? Because I think we already did the soccer game, right? Yeah, but you saw a concert, didn't you? Yeah, there you go. So, yeah. So, that was more not as family. Uh, Yeah, we saw Rob Zombie's Freaks on Parade, which was wild. Uh, Man still has it. And it was so cool. And then he played the Munsters trailer. Of course he did. At the concert, which let me tell you, a very different vibe. (laughs) Uh, When you go from like hardcore, like heavy metal and like crazy weird stuff and literally a 75 foot tall devil puppet on the stage to like this family friendly campy kind of movie trailer. But everyone loved it. And then he came back out on the stage and did Dragula like right after that. So quite the the juxtaposition of the crowd back up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They get him back in line. And then we saw the Black Keys, which was awesome and very much uh, last minute. Um, but that was really cool. I love the Black Keys, so being able to see them live was really cool. Um, it was excruciatingly hot, and it has made us a little bit nervous for our next concert, which is in August, even hotter month, mm. uh, which is going to be Corn and Evanescence, which is definitely a nostalgia bit for us. But uh, it'll be a great concert. It's just you, you're jammed in together in a pavilion. Uh, so it's outdoors. We're under the roof. We're close to the stage, but it gets hot, man. It's like 90 plus yeah. degrees. You got 60, 70 percent humidity It's rough. So but uh, it was worth it. It was a lot of fun. The Black Keys one, though, I almost left early, which I never leave early on concerts. Oh, wow. Corn Follow the Leader, I think, is the first CD I ever bought myself. Really? Well, Tim dabbles in the corn. I think so it was either that. Or Blink-182, I don't know the state. I can't remember which one I bought myself first, but it was one of those two. I think it was followed. Nice. I did not see that coming. 
Look at you. Oh yeah, I was I was really into corn for a little bit. They actually have an awesome unplugged session that you should check out if you've not seen it. I love unplugged. It's yeah. always interesting to hear like songs that you like in a vastly different way. It can go wrong, but mostly yeah, especially when it's bands you don't expect. So that's why I thought corn unplugged. I was like, what? Right. <laughs> and it was great. So I was thinking, um, Let's see. Uh, bu- 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 oh, well, there's God. one thing we both we both experienced since the last podcast is we both saw Nope. We did. And what did you think if we had to do a quick review? I loved it. It's I think it's my favorite movie this summer so far. Now, did you see it in IMAX or did you see it in theater? Yes, saw it in IMAX. It was worth it, man. The cinematography is fantastic. The vistas and then just seeing it in its scale. I mean, we won't spoil it. Yeah. Um, because this is just a very quick off the cuff review here. But yeah, what did you think of like just the, the premise, the the I guess the demonstration or the execution of the pro- like the plot? Well, I got oh, I got worried because like the first or the last trailer I saw, I was like, oh, no, it's showing me too much. Don't show me this. I'm going to be upset that you're showing me too much. Yeah. And it's it didn't matter. I still loved it. I thought I thought this was Peel's. I think he went up another level visually. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I think he's really getting his craft down visually. As a visual effects artist, it's a really exciting film to watch because it's just, it's super nutty the way that they do it without getting into it too much, but it's really cool. Um, ironically, some of the stuff that scared me the most wasn't actually technically scary, but it just was delivered in a way that I'm like, this is genuinely disturbing and I don't like this. Yeah. Uh, and if <laughs> you see the movie I'm talking about when he's in the horse arena, yeah. Uh, and he has a, an encounter. I'll leave it at that. But it scared the absolute crap out of me. And, the, and I, and you know, it's funny because it's like one of those movies where I don't know how they figured out the title. But in my mind, I'm like, it must have been like in a screening. They just said nope enough times. Like, hey, yeah. let's just say that. Because I guarantee you I said nope at least like 35, 45 times. And we like, nope. Yeah. Nope. Then, nope. And I think that scene you're talking about, too. I don't know if you've ever seen this other movie, Fire in the Sky. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but that movie scared me so much as a kid i lived in arizona i got scared going up north because that was not that far you know and so it scared the crap out of me plus we have the phoenix lights aliens in arizona in general is very synonymous they're very together but that scene gave me very fire in the sky vibes and it immediately gave me like callbacks to being a child just scared watching fire in the sky i was like well done man (laughs) yeah and i have to say my brother pulled this out um my brother uh, called it. He's like, this is Jaws. It is. You know, I don't think you're going to think that when you're watching it, but now having that contextual information. Right. I did the same thing. Without, I, I feel like if we go too much further, it's going to yeah. be spoiler territory here. But yeah. I love Jaws. Don't get me wrong. I love it. And I don't care. I was like this. I, I loved it even more when he brought that out to my attention. I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. This is so good. And that might be why we like it so much. Probably. Uh, I will say this too. This is very random, but we were watching Tusk last night in the vein of Ooh. kind of monster movies. Um, yeah. And I immediately was like, dude, he did Yoko Hoshers, but he never did Moose Jaws. Yeah. So when's that coming out? Because I think he's got Kilroy was here as his next big project that's going to be released outside of obviously Clerks 3. But yeah, I really want to see Moose Jaws. It was the premise of it essentially was that it was like Jaws, but with a massively oversized moose that's killing people, which is awesome. Yeah. I'd, I'd watch that. Well, I think a bummer is like, I think a lot of those movies kind of got like 
kind of killed critically a lot of times, which is a bummer because I thought Tusk was great. Yeah, but he could have gotten killed with Tusk and he didn't. He did Yoga Hojas, which in fairness definitely was not his best film. Yeah. I think it was going towards an audience that wasn't really the majority of his audience, but I think to the audience it was catering to, I think it was a good movie probably. Yeah. But yeah, I wonder if that truly killed off the True North trilogy that he was trying to do. But um, I don't know. The thing is, all of his movies make money because of the way that he distributes yeah. them. He gets all of his money back before it even releases in theaters because of overseas distribution. Yeah. So he's very clever and he uses low budgets. So it's a, he does like $3 million movies. It's very easy to get your return on that. And before it even hits theaters and then he'll do like traveling road shows. So you're making money off of, you know, everyone buying a ticket to see it. That's a little bit more yeah. expensive because they're getting a Q&A after. Um, Which so. he was famous for back in the day doing those kind of Q&A type stand-ups for. Oh, yeah. And he's like definitely one of the original kind of podcasters, too. So, yeah, he's got his. Oh, it's crazy. He just started doing those pop up like movie uh, restaurants and stuff like that, too. Like, yeah, well, he does a trivia show or he does not trivia show. He does Fat Man and Beyond. Yeah. Uh, at the Scum and Villainy in Los Angeles, which is literally like the cantina from Star Wars. <laughs> and so he used to pre-COVID, and I think they've gotten back to it now, but pre-COVID, they used to record there all the time. And you could see it live, which is so weird. And every once in a while, yeah, he would just do random movie trivia night yeah. at bars in L.A. Like, you'd just be like, yeah, it's movie trivia hosted by Kevin Smith. It's like, <laughs> if that's not the most L.A. thing ever, I really, you know, yeah. this massive director is just randomly, you know, hosting emceeing a, a trivia night <laughs> at a bar downtown and in keeping in the spirit of trivia nights i think it's time for us to get into a little trial by contacts cue the new intro the trial by contacts if you're new to the show or this segment, uh, let me quickly fill you in. Trial by Contacts is a movie trivia game with one major twist. Tim or myself cannot answer the questions. Instead, we have to quickly search through our contacts and find a contact that's most likely able to answer that question or answer their phone. Either way, answering the phone's a big deal. Uh, each of the hosts will get two questions and whoever gets the most correct answers wins. In the event of a no answer phone call, the host will receive an automatic loss for that round. In the event of a tie, a bonus round of trial by contacts will be held in the next episode of Film As We Know It. Now to the good stuff. Whoever wins gets first select in the top eight list of the month and also gets a pull from the currently still metaphorical popcorn bag of victory to win either a prize or a punishment for the loser. Now, quick side note, I've been super slammed at work on the film that I'm on. And I have not had a chance to punish him properly with a terrible and or good review of a, a, a terrible movie or a, a terrible review of a, a, a movie of his favorites, whatever. Um, so I will be doing that still. And we'll be talking about that next week. Now, if you lose again, Tim, you might end up getting something cool or get punished twice yeah. in one week. So that could that could sting a little bit. And that's on me. And I feel bad yeah. about that. So maybe I could just give you a mulligan. And maybe that was a trial round and not punish you twice. But the idea of punishing twice does seem kind of fun for me. But again, who knows? I mean, it's our context. It has nothing to do with me, right? Or you who can answer these. I will say we have one thing in our advantage is that we are playing at four o'clock in the afternoon yeah. versus 930 at night. So on a Sunday, no less. So people should be able to answer their phones. So this week's trivia source is how much random and basic knowledge do you have about popular movies an article by BuzzFeed, 
what we will do is, as we did in the last uh, game of Trial by Context, we will quickly scroll and randomly select a question by stop scrolling, and whatever you land on is the question. You will have 30 seconds to call someone in your phone book, and then the game is on. Okay, so we're going to get this started here. Now, again, we will read the question to you, the listener, so you know what's going on. But instead of giving the answer right away, we're going to wait until whoever the lucky contact is uh, <laughs> tries to answer. And then you, that way you can play along. Now, we will say, and if you want to be on the show or you want to be featured, for now, you can hit us up in our DMs on Instagram or email us at filmasweknowitpod at gmail.com. We might feature you. Uh, we're working on a system for that down the road. However, we did have a mutual friend reach out and was very excited to be on the show, wanted to be on the show, loves the show, but he did admit that he only got a 75% on the last game with Trial by Context. <laughs> now, Tim, I feel like we owe it to him to call him. However, he you lost, and he's not got the best average in the world. Sorry, Justin. Um, so you get to call him. Now, whether you want to call him first or you want that to be your last question, personally, I'd rather get it over with and start with a deficit. But that's up to you. I think I think I would. I'm gonna take the take it now. I'm gonna go for it now. All right. Um. So real quick, Justin, I'm gonna give you a shout out. Uh, on the podcast, the old Justin, you're you're great. You're not great at answering your phone. We tried to ring you. Uh, we're, we're probably, we probably cut that, that disappointing section out of the podcast, but we tried you twice. And the thing is, if you want to be on our show, you gotta be available, you know, like, I, I mean, we're a big deal. I know, you know, and I, and you seem to think that, but not enough to answer your phone when we come calling for the podcast. So, uh, buddy, I don't know if you're going to be on the next episode of uh trial by contacts, but we did try to call you Justin and, uh, this is your shout out. So you at least got that. <laughs> um and you know if anything maybe it was a good thing maybe you would have totally burned Tim and gotten the question wrong so Tim in lieu of Justin the guy who wanted to be on the show but isn't on the show because he can't answer his phone uh, <laughs> is getting this public shaming <laughs> oh how did that backfire Justin Um, you get two picks now your own so obviously this will be a normal pick so to repeat the question okay I got oh, I, I, you know what if he calls back I'm I'm going to I'm going I just scroll to a different question. No, no, he's lost his chances. This this he's lost. His All right, chance. what if he calls you back? Because we did that last time. If he calls you back by the time before your next question, then yes, I will allow. It. But otherwise, it this will just be a shame. So can I go to a different question though for right now? Yeah. Okay. Fine. Fair okay. enough. And then that the next time, whoever I get next has to have that question. If regardless, if he calls me back in time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here's the next question. In Batman Returns, Selena Kyle became Catwoman after what happened to her? Mm, what are the uh, what are the uh, multiple choice on that? She was mugged by one of the Penguin's henchmen. She witnessed a crime and wanted to take revenge. It was never really explained. Or her boss, Max Streck, pushed her out a window. All right. Who are you going to call on that one, man? I'm going to call my buddy Owen. Owen. Owen Wilson? Wow. Wow. Oh, that would be cool. But Owen's pretty cool himself. We'll see if he picks up. Do you ever store people in your phone as like celebrity names so that when they call you, people are like, holy shit, is that so-and-so? No, I think only you would. Oh. It's, fu- it's fun. Tom Cruise is calling. Hold on, I gotta take this. Hello? Hey, Owen. 
What's up, man? So, Owen, I'm on a podcast. So, so you're on a podcast with me right now, and, and I have okay. a movie trivia question for you. Okay. Okay. All right. In Batman Returns, Selena Kyle became Catwoman after what happened to her? Now, there is multiple choice, unless you think okay. you know it. I, I don't think I know it. I okay. would need some multiple choice, please. She was mugged by one of the Penguin's henchmen, A. B. She witnessed a crime and wanted to take revenge. C. It was never really explained. Or D. Her boss, Max Shrek, pushed her out a window. Oh, it was the last one. Ah, there we go. Awesome. Thank you, yes. Owen. Good job, buddy. No problem. <laughs> So you're going to be on this podcast. I hope that's okay. Oh, I'm, I'm totally fine. All right, yeah. sweet. Oh, well, I got it right. So, you know, it, it all works out, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. You helped me out. <laughs> so basically, I get a point now because my contact worked. <laughs> Your phone a friend was a success. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So I got one more and he's got two and then hopefully I win the week. Awesome. So well, thank glad you. to help out. Appreciate it, buddy. Thanks. All right, bye. All right, bye. Well, all right, Tim. All right. It started off for me last time. You threw me by the way that you read that because I'm like, technically that's C, but you went around clockwise. I wanted to read it like I read it to you the first time. I was trying not to be confusing. All right. Fair enough. All right. Well, he got it. So congrats on that. You've got a point. We'll put in the sound effect. Ding, ding. You win. Great. Good good job, you. Thank you. Now I got to figure out someone to call. I got to figure out a question. Now the pressure is on. Um, I don't know that I want to necessarily call family just yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I actually do uh, have a family member that I might call. All right. So now I, I did get that question right, by the way, because I was curious what the answer was. And I, I, was, I was correct. Good. Was it a shot in the dark? I don't know. All right. Uh, oh, God. All right. Here we go. In the Mean Girls, the Plastics performed <laughs> a dance to which Christmas song at the Winter Talent Show? Was it... Rocking around the Christmas tree, Jingle Bell Rock, All I Want for Christmas is You, or Last Christmas. It's a random one. Oh, oh, who am I going to call? Oh, my God. You know, I kind of want to call her, but I don't know that she's going to know it. I think she'll answer her phone. Okay. We're going to go for it. All right. Please don't be an automatic L around speaker. Crossing my finger. Hello. Hey, we're off to a good start. <laughs> uh, I am on a podcast. Uh, we're doing a movie trivia show right now, and I really need you to get this question right. Are you okay with being on the podcast, and are you cool with answering a question for me? Sure. Yeah? All right, Ashley, don't let me down. Here we go. Okay. In Mean Girls. The Plastics performed a dance to which Christmas song at the Winter Talent Show? Now, there is multiple choice. Was it Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, Jingle Bell Rock, All I Want for Christmas is You, or Last Christmas? It's Jingle Bell Rock. Yes! Oh, man. She got it right. She got it right. Man. You're the best. This is why I called you. How, how have you been? Any Anything exciting you want to shout out on the podcast? No, I'm just watching an old Disney movie right now. <laughs> oh, old Disney movie. Nice. Getting that Disney Plus subscription some action, right? What movie? What movie? Yep. What movie? What movie? It's called The Happiest Millionaire. I've never heard of it 
I can't say that I've heard of it either. I, yeah. Wow. But the I'm Sherman saying. Brothers wrote the music for it, and I just watched the Sherman Brothers uh, documentary, so I was like, let's go for it. All right. Awesome. Well, there you go. And listeners can check that that one out. The Happiest Millionaire. Is it on Disney Plus? It is, yes. And it's on Disney Plus. Boom. Awesome. Thank you so much. Let's catch up soon. Yes, please. Bye. <laughs> All right, bye. Wow. Yes, man. Number one, I gotta say, we're doing great. Um, one for one. Yeah. Both of us. And one for one on calls, except for Justin, because Justin doesn't yeah. answer his phone. No. Ah, uh, that guy. Jeez. What? And he hasn't called back yet. So you know no. what, Justin? This is a shame episode. But yeah, where's the shame bell, right? From Game of Thrones? Shame. 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 <laughs> Justin, I love you, buddy. I'm just giving you a hard time. Should have answered your phone. All right. Let's, this is the one I came by. Not the one I wanted, but okay. Uh, I didn't want Mean Girls. Oh, hold up. Who's calling? Hold up. Justin. Okay. Well, then he's your second question. This worked out. Hello. Hey, man, how are you? I'm good. I can't believe you called me back just now at the nick of time. Because we're we're doing the podcast right now. Tell him that he's being publicly shamed on the podcast. And we've been publicly shaming you the entire time because you didn't pick up. <laughs> man, I'm sitting here at the, at the neighborhood pool and I'm like, I just thought I'd go over and check my phone and I had a missed call from you. So I'm like, oh, I got to call him back. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well i hope, I, I, hope uh, I can help you out well hopefully all right here's the question in back to the future what year does marty mcfly travel back in time to and there are multiple choice questions so uh 1945 1950 1955 or 1960 1955 awesome boom Oh, man, Justin. All right. Glad I could help. <laughs> you did. You came through. I was nervous. We, I was really nervous for a minute. You're good, man. Now we, we take back all those things we said about you earlier on the podcast. You're We're going to leave them in, but we, we now feel bad for Tell it. Master Producer Zach he can just go ahead and edit all that stuff out, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he might not be so nice to oblige, but I'll, I'll make a push. <laughs> all right, man. I can't wait to listen. All right, man. Thanks. All right. Well, you know, fortuitous that two people didn't answer their phone and then the man that answers is Justin. So cool. All right. Well, Justin came in with a win. So that makes you two for two, Tim. So, boy, do I have my hands full. Pressure's on. Uh, Yeah. I guess if you get your second, we just we flip a coin. (laughs) No, we, we will have to play a singular single bonus round of trial by contacts in the next episode. Oh, okay. So, a sudden death, if you will. And, you know, people get an extra round of trial by contacts. Maybe people who didn't answer their phone can maybe answer their phone that time. Uh, probably not going to call them, though. Not to shame other people. I'm in a mean mood today. Apparently. I promise I'm a nice guy. I don't know. I have a lot on my plate. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's the stress that's getting to it's me. It's the stress that's killing me. All right. So, my question that I have, and this is my second and last question is where did Kevin's family travel to in the film Home Alone? Was it Paris, Orlando, New York, or London? Now, I know the answer, but will the person that I call know the answer? All right, now I have to call somebody, and I have to hope that they're going to answer their phone as well as Ashley did. 
and who did I call last time? Is the real question. I called Young Men, and then I called Jody. Shout outs again. All right, let's see. Who am I going to call? Oh, man, I'm struggling here. Crap, crap, crap. Uh, I'm going to go for it again, and we'll see if she answers. This is a holdover from the first round when she didn't answer. Hi, this is <gasps> wow, right away. Wow, that is a sudden rejection. Wow. Okay, well, now I'm a little sweating bullets because I'm immediately onto my second strike. Oh, God. I don't have a Justin to come in and save me if I, uh, if I fail this here. <laughs> Good God, man. Um, You're going to put an asterisk on me if you lose, don't you? You know what? I'm going to call Colin, my buddy at SCAD. He'll, he'll answer. Whether or not he want to be on the show, I don't know. Yeah, that would be weird. Somebody says no. Like, actually, I don't want to be on the show. Hey, Doc, what's up? Hey, Colin. I am on a podcast where we do movie trivia, and our contacts have to answer the question correctly. Are you game uh, really, for a I'm question? Game. Yeah? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. So the question is, where did Kevin's family travel to in the film Home Alone? Was it Paris, Orlando, New York, or London? Oh my gosh. I literally can see it visually. Um, how many seconds do I have? <laughs> <laughs> You've got time. You've got time. I had time. Okay. I remember the second one. They definitely go to New York. I should go with them. But I was living in Chicago at the time. The whole family. It's a big vacation. And I want to say Florida. Somewhere around there. I can't imagine them. This is just guessing. Oh, my God, Colin. My co-host is, like, jumping up and down literally in his chair. You have failed me. Uh, We're still friends. It was Paris. Paris was the correct answer. Yeah, Orlando, they could have been back. No problem. But because it was overseas, that added to the the struggle getting home. Yeah, and then there was no issue with the second one. They're like, yeah, we've done this before. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We we leave our kids behind all the time. It's clearly what we do. We're terrible parents. (laughs) <laughs> is there anything fun that you want to shout out despite totally you know giving me an l in this game of trial by contacts uh, no no other shout outs i mean i was completely i wasn't even thinking outside the country so <laughs> fair enough fair enough well i appreciate it colin let's uh catch up soon all right sounds good Jack. Thanks. all right yep bye, bye. Woo. <laughs> all right well i just took a big l the only L, really, of this show because we've been doing pretty dang good today, except for me and my contacts. But Colin, buddy, you did great. I appreciate you at least answering your phone, which is half the struggle and half the battle. Uh, so we do have the popcorn bag of victory, which is always willing to grab in there and grab something out of it for a prize or a punishment. However, I'm going to give you another option. You can either, this is like deal or no deal here, you have the popcorn bag of victory, which could have a very exciting prize or you could choose the more villainous plan or vengeful if you will and choose the exact same prize that the host previously got which in this case would be a good or bad review of your choosing that they would have to post on their social media and i don't like how you're looking at me right now what are you going to choose tim popcorn bag of victory or are you going to choose good or bad review i choose vengeance Oh, God. Cool. Well, you know, uh, I guess we could post them at the same time. So I, I, I kind of want you to post yours first. So that way 
you know like, how to go. I don't go too I, well because I'm scared <laughs> to go too into the paint here and then you'd be like oh you want to go that far all right well then now it's on because right, now you got to so, think about what <laughs> yeah Jaws is your favorite movie right maybe not today oh maybe not today maybe after seeing it after this many times you realize how terrible of a movie it really is it might be weird when I uh, go on what is it? I think it's September 2nd when they're re-releasing it on IMAX. Dude, I saw that in the theaters and I'm like, 100% I will be there. Oh, I'm so there. I'm so there. 100% <laughs> there. And with Luca, of course. Awesome. Well, that concludes Trial by Contacts. Tim, you are the winner. Ooh. Congratulations. Audience Yay. applause. Fantastic. Mm. We're getting crazy with the sound effects. I wish I had a soundboard. Sadly, it's me actually sourcing all of these. But, you know, <laughs> I care about the podcast and the quality. Uh, so now it is time to move on to our next segment. Tim, do you want to take it away? Yeah, we're going to do our uh, movie of the month, what we're going to be reviewing of so, uh, such, you know. So we're, uh, both Zach and I are going to go watch a movie. And we're going to announce it now so you guys can go do your homework if you want to. And Because obviously there's going to be spoilers galore next episode because we're going to deep dive into this movie. It is and true. So that movie, yeah, that movie's going to be Bullet Train. comes out this Heck week. Yes. Right? So excited. Yeah. So the film follows five assassins who find themselves on a fast-moving bullet train from Tokyo to, what, Morikawa? I think is how it's pronounced. Uh, with only a few stops in between, they soon discover their missions are not so unrelated to each other. So you got Brad Pitt and Sandra Bullock and a whole list of other people that are in this movie. Oh, yeah. Kick-ass himself is in it, right? Yeah. I, yeah. Totally. Uh, and uh, what's his name from Atlanta is in it, too, who I absolutely love. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry. He's great. Oh, yeah. He's he's great. I, wasn't he the dad in Spider-Man Into the uh, Spider-Verse? Yes, he was. Oh, man. That's a deep cut there, but I loved him in that. It was, that's one of the greatest like, superhero movies ever is Into the Spider-Verse. It really is. So. Super good. Yeah. We'll have to do a list someday yeah. on that. Uh, so what should people do if they want to... Uh, potentially be featured on the podcast, not in a shameful way, but in a good way with regards to movie of the month. Yeah. Well, be sure to check out this movie and before our next episode, let us know your feedback in the form of a comment on our social media posts or email us uh, written uh, or 30 second audio review. Maybe uh, our email is film as we know it pod at gmail.com. And you can find us on socials by searching hashtag film as we know it pod. And we will then select our favorites and feature them on a special review episode. Heck yes. There you go. That way you get featured. No shamefulness. You get to get your 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 thoughts out there, your hot takes. Maybe you like it. Maybe you didn't like it. And uh, yeah, we'll see. So I'm excited. I'm really excited for this movie, man. Uh, I saw, I remember seeing the teaser for it. I'm like, ooh, what's going on here? And then now having seen the uh, the actual trailer for it, I'm like, dude, I feel like I've seen too much. Yes. But I kind of don't care because it looks freaking awesome. It's got this really great anime style. Are you going to see that in IMAX? I don't know. Is it in I'm IMAX? Probably, I don't know. I got to check. Uh, I haven't noticed if it's in it IMAX be cool or in not. IMAX. It probably would be. Um, it's weird. It's like certain things I want. Like a Thor at this point. I've seen so many like Marvel movies. I didn't feel the need to see it in IMAX. But like saw Nope in IMAX that I wanted to see in IMAX. So, I don't know. I'll have to give it some thought. I'll probably see it with my brother. He's usually my go-to movie person that I go with. So, um, But we'll probably see it on Friday, I'm thinking. Well, there you go. So, movie of the month is Bullet Train. You heard it here first. We will make an official announcement on our social medias. And again, if you'd like to leave us a comment on that post or slide into our DMs, sure, we'll, we'll check them out. 
We'll check out the requests. That's fine with your written or audio review, as Tim mentioned earlier, or email us at filmsweknowatpod at gmail.com. Now, Tim, it is time for us to hit a top eight list. And I think in spirit of our movie of the month, we should do the top eight Brad Pitt films of all time. Now, we've run into issues in the past where you like to do this thing like uh, steal my movie choices. And, uh, you know, it's just not fair because I don't get to reciprocate that. And so I think what we're going to do now in this show is we are going to choose a movie. So you won. So this dictates who gets to choose first. So you will choose your first favorite Brad Pitt movie. Now, if it's your first, second, third, or fourth, who knows? I'm sure you've got a list. Sure. And then I get to choose a favorite, and then we go back and forth until we have eight. And then once we have our eight, we will then look at the list together, and we will decide, debate, potentially argue. Maybe it gets heated. Maybe it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, what the order is of those eight movies. Yeah, it's kind Does of that like, sound a, good for you? like a movie draft of sorts. Yes. A movie draft. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And I, my fingers are ready to type them down. It's weird. I had this interesting. I was, I was trying to think of things earlier. And I was like, should I go based off of performances by Brad Pitt or should I just go on overall movie satisfaction and love to rewatch? And I think that's how I'm going to go with my selections. Okay. Fair enough. Because I think if I did it just based on his personal performance, I'd probably have my thing ranked differently. Okay. So I'm going to go off of just enjoy it. So I get first pick, right? You get first pick. So what is the first movie that you would like to slot in to the top eight Brad Pitt films of all time. All right. I know there's like a weird discourse. There's a weird discourse on Twitter about this movie and people who enjoy this movie, but I don't care. And my first pick is Fight Club. Uh, what weird discourse. And A, I don't give a crap because the movie is freaking fantastic. <laughs> it is. So. I don't know. It's kind of like a, a weird, like, oh, uh, like, like almost like how some people feel about Bernie bros. Like they're like, oh, uh, they're kind of annoying in their fandom of Fight Club type of deal. And like, I get some people yeah. could be over the top, but it doesn't mean that movie's not great. No, so. it's a fantastic movie. I yeah. love it. It's super weird. Uh, it's been repeated so many times in other movies as a trope as far as the, uh, unreliable narrator mm-hmm. and having a, a mental instability that causes you to then question what you're actually seeing the entire film. Yeah. Um, I mean, hell, I mean, one could even argue not to get into the TV lane too much, but Mr. Robot was very similar to fight club. Uh, obviously the plot was very different, but the, that instability and not knowing if a character that you've been seeing this whole time is even real or not. Um, it's interesting. Yeah. And so. there's just so much fun to be had in that movie. And Brad Pitt specifically is, phenomenal at it so oh he's the best yeah. i mean and plus i mean let's be honest for the ladies i mean hell even for the guys i mean dude if i could dream to look as good as he looked in that film my god you know what's amazing is he's still at his age dude still looks great he's aged well dude still looks great yeah good, yeah i mean look at him in him. uh well yeah look at him in once upon time in hollywood exactly good. yeah anyway pick us up to you now zach yes yeah, my turn all right so i'm gonna choose i right off the bat i already know i'm gonna choose the movie seven Oh, good choice, good choice. Which is a fantastic film featuring Brad Pitt as the young and eager detective on the hunt of a serial killer, Kevin Spacey, which, woohoo, given present things, you know, interesting. But uh, Morgan Freeman's fantastic in that movie. Yes. That has probably one of my favorite and all-time jump scares in there, which we could talk about that at a, maybe as we get into Halloween, top jump scares, mm. which is the scene where they got the guy who's completely starved to death. Yeah. And uh, he looks dead 
and he's standing right next to him and then he gasps suddenly legit shit my pants every single time that episode comes up hey, or that that scene hey, comes Zach, up. Zach Zach yeah what's in the box what's in the box <laughs> yeah as Ari as uh, Ari Gold once said in Entourage anyone who puts Gwyneth Paltrow's head in a box you know <laughs> but uh and, you know she's done great things I really like her in the Marvel films and goop and, and uh, by the way that was gonna be my second pick oh really yeah. well look at us yeah. we're, we're in line we're in line yep. All right, well, now, what is your actual second pick? All right, my second pick is going to be Interview with the Vampire. Ooh, that is a good one. It was certainly on my list. I love this movie. It might not be my favorite Brad Pitt-specific movie or performance, really. If anything, Tom Cruise is, like, electric and phenomenal in that movie. So much so that it convinced Anne Rice she was wrong about Tom Cruise being casted in that movie. Uh, and she changed her mind. And so I, I love that movie so much. And I rewatch it so many times. Nice. That whole scene with the piano playing at, at when he comes to life, you know, back to life, whatever spoilers is just so good. So good. All right. Well, there you go. So that's your next pick. My next pick, keeping it speedy, is going to be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which we just mentioned. Oh, wow. This is going exactly in my order. Oh, yeah? Oh, look at us. This is why we're co-hosts, people, in case we're wondering. This is why everyone says, go hang out with your wife, in reference to either of us talking to each other. So there you go. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I, that, I have movies on rotation in my office. I have a TV in the office that I always have something on. It's always something that I've seen before, obviously, so I can focus on my work. But I love having movies constantly. Uh, one might say I'm a fan of movies, clearly. Um, and so in that vein... Uh, that has definitely been in heavy rotation. I've probably seen it about 50 or 60 times. I love it because it just reminds you of all the fun things about Hollywood. Uh, having lived in Los Angeles, it's it's very annoying and infuriating most of the time. But there are some really great moments that you have there. And I feel like it does a really good job of like bringing up that kind of nostalgia of a lot of the major landmarks. Uh, um, and also, it's just a fun time, I think, in Hollywood. Yeah. And it's just it's really supremely acted. Obviously, there's the major plot twist in the end with the Manson family, yeah. which is a lot of fun and arguably some of the funniest, but uh, one of the funniest moments with Brad Pitt as his character in that is when he's <laughs> fighting them off and randomly gets stabbed and is like flicking a knife that's in his hip. It's great. It's the best. Uh, I love it. It's a great movie. So that's mine. Now, it Tim. It is awesome. Yeah, I agree. What is your third pick? All right. Uh, as much as I would love to talk more about it, I, I'm going to go with Snatch. I love Snatch. I love Snatch so much. I love how, on oh, so many levels, but I do love how, like, he really couldn't do a British accent, so they had him be a, a pike. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's a pikey. And it nails it. And it's it's so much fun. Um, the, the different storylines, and each storyline is a lot of fun to watch. Um Vinnie Jones, even, and, and, and the whole, like, buddy cap between them. Uh, you know, I swear how many times my brother and I will still quote, who are you going to come after you? The Germans, you know, because of him oh and God, Tommy so talking good. to each other. And, uh, and still, again, another great ending or that the turnaround there and um, some awesome music, too, thrown in there. Oh, hell yeah. It's just, it's a lot of fun. That For sure. Uh, I love it. And yeah, it's so funny because I think a lot of people that don't understand like Irish uh, gypsies in general, uh, they very much lambast him as a terrible accent. But then like when you see Irish people 
critique his accents are like wow that's actually really good (laughs) it just seems insane that someone would talk like that but there are people that talk like that so there you go yeah um so my next one uh is a little bit more mainstream although i love snatch if you have not seen snatch i highly recommend that as well as lock stock and two smoking barrels Mm, another great one great and one of jason statham's first films by the way throwing that out there um is going to be oceans 11 oh my god in order so far, still. In order so far. Order. Dude, it's just such a great heist film, obviously a remake uh, of the Rat Pack classic. Uh, but it's just so good. And another movie where Brad Pitt makes eating food look good. I mean, yeah. that guy has probably consumed more calories on camera. Even in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah. I can remember many times, eating mac and cheese, drinking beer, making living in a trailer look awesome. Well, he did it on purpose where every single scene he's eating something different in Ocean's Eleven. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah he's a big eater. So I love that movie so much. I love his character. It's great. Um, yeah. All right, Tim. So what is your last choice? Uh, this is difficult. This is difficult. And it's, it's something that I really do. My brother brought it up to me earlier and I'm like, I have to rewatch this movie, but I loved it so much when I did watch it back in the day. So I got to rewatch, but 12 monkeys. Oh, that is a great film it, and a great performance by Bruce Willis as well in that film. Yes. And you get like, really like, like I always kind of felt like uh, Brad Pitt was kind of like a character actor stuck in a leading man's body, and I think I get that. Twelve Monkeys kind of shows that. Oh yeah, and it's just it's just it's just so much it's just weird and greatly just so much fun to watch. The visually shot well, um, and just some really fun performances, and it's it's a good time. All right, so I got to choose the last film here, Tim. Uh, I've got a lot. I've got a comedy. I've got a drama. I've got a bit of a mob movie here. And though it's not the first criminal movie that we've mentioned with him, uh, it is definitely going to be the last one for the list. I'm going to go with Killing Them Softly. Great movie. Best performance. One of his best performances. And I feel like it's a very underrated movie, and it's fantastic, and you should definitely watch it. Yeah. Uh, So that is my last, and that is the last pick, I guess, in general. So now we've got eight movies. We need to rank them. So to recap, we've got Fight Club, Seven, Interview with a Vampire, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Snatch, Ocean's Eleven, Twelve Monkeys, and now Killing Them Softly. So let's start from the bottom here, Tim. Which one gets the eighth spot on the list? Well, it's kind of weird because literally this draft has gone in the exact order of my ranking of brad pitt movies. really so i honestly think it is at the exact perfect order so i'm curious if you have anything from this list that you would argue you'd swap because to me how this draft one is exactly what my list is in that order mm, i don't know that fight club deserves the one spot i oh. think it's probably the most recognizable mm, okay is it his best performance is it his is it his most fun performance i mean if we're going off of multiple things here see i would argue it is fun and it is great performance you know what all right i will leave okay so all right you know what i i, I you know what you don't need to argue it i i, I see my my mistake so Fight Club is going to stay in its spot. This is where I think you can argue with me. I think if anything, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood could jump up over seven or even over Interview with the Vampire. I, I could be talked into that. I think, okay, so here's, here, I'm going to lay it out for you. And you tell me if I'm wrong here. Okay. Uh, number two is seven. Yep. Number three is Once Upon a Time. Okay. Number four is Interview. 
Okay. Because I admit, I admit, like Interview is is a great movie, but probably out of all of these, the least interesting Brad Pitt personally performance himself. Number seven is Interview. <laughs> We're going crazy here. It's Lucy Goosey on this one. I love interview for so many reasons, but it's not really because of Brad Pitt. You're good. You're good. All right. So number, let's go. Let's go here. All right. So let's see. So number seven is interview with a vampire. Number six, I'm going to say 12 monkeys. Okay. Uh, Number five, I'm going to say snatch. Okay. And number four, oceans. 11. What do you think about that list? Um, I think that's fair. I, I can't argue against that. Like it's, um, okay. I think, I don't know. I, I, I think oceans 11 probably should be four, and I would only argue maybe lower only because I've seen it so many times. It's on TV so many times, but I don't think that should yeah. be what counts against it. It's, it's been on TV so many times because of that. So just probably the the oversaturation of it is probably why I would argue Ocean's Eleven down, but I think it's it's rightfully at four. Because um, but but other than that, I could probably uh, I can easily switch snatch over that. But I think the top three is pretty sound, right? Awesome. All right. Well, here is the official list. We're still working on getting this up on the website, by the way, which is filmasweknowitpod.com. If you're curious. We will start getting these lists up. We have our top eight sports movies of all time. We will now have a top eight Brad Pitt movies of all time. So our official list and order is number one, Fight Club. Number two, Seven. Number three, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Number four, Ocean's Eleven. Number five, Snatch. Number six, Twelve Monkeys. Number seven, Interview with a Vampire. And number eight, rounding out the list, is Killing Them Softly. If you haven't seen any of these movies or movies on this list, I highly encourage you to check them out. And Tim, I believe this ends the episode. Do you want to lead us out? That's time to wrap and end this week's episode. Please show your support for the podcast by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, or wherever you happen to listen to the show. Also, sharing with your friends never hurts. Be sure to follow us on social media to get the latest show updates. You can find us by searching for the hashtag film as you know it pod. Lastly, thank you for turning into another episode of the Film As We Know It podcast. Peace out, everybody. Have a great week.